Hello and welcome to the No Room for Doubt podcast. My name's Kyra Matthews. I'm a manifestation obsessive and I help creatives and independent business owners overcome self-doubt and anxiety so they can build thriving businesses online. So let's get into it. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of No Room for Doubt. Thank you so much for joining me. Do you know that we're like 70, we're almost approaching our 80th episode, which is just freaking mega. Because I remember when I was pressing publish on the first episode, I was so nervous and I really had no idea what would be on the other side of hitting publish and hitting play on that first episode, which... I think leads us nicely into today's conversation. I'm joined by a creative, a small business owner, a maker. Is she the queen of astrology? Maybe. But I'm joined by someone amazing who is going on a similar journey, had an idea for something, decided to press play, and now we're really basking in all of the magic that she's been able to create from deciding to bet big on herself and from deciding to believe in this dream and this idea that she's that she had that she has or had <laughs> maybe I had it and maybe this is it now this is me yeah. and it's all over <laughs> we're done <laughs> literally like I'm not the queen of grammar you guys know and I don't pretend to be so without further ado she's been laughing at me all the way whilst I've been recording this like introduction such a supportive guest <laughs> I feel like this has just got off to a great start because obviously I know people can't see us but I fell off my chair about five minutes ago, so it's all going well. Great start. So, Lizzie, do you want to tell the audience who you are and what you do? Okay, yeah. So, I am Lizzie. I'm 25 years old and I am the founder and owner of We Are Abundant AF. I'm all sure that you can gather what AF stands for. Um, And (laughs) I make astrology, I hate the word themed, because it makes it sound like a novelty, but I'm going to use it. So astrology-themed candle products, so wax melts at the moment. And in the not-too-distant future, I will be launching some other astrology candle-related products. <laughs> I feel like I'm trying to, like, not give too much away. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> Amazing. An astrology-themed business owner. So... This is what you do now, like the candles, the wax melt are a result of your love and your passion for astrology. Uh-huh. I know that you found astrology before you turned it into a business or something that you do with your business. You found it because you were overcoming like a mental health challenge. You were using it to make changes in your own life with just what you feel comfortable sharing. Could you tell, share with us the story of how you found astrology and how it became really important to you? Okay, yes. Yeah. So I think I started to dip my toe into astrology about seven years ago when I was at uni. And my now best friend, Holly, she was kind of more into it. And she was like, oh, it's more than your sun sign. It's like your moon and your rising sign. I was like, what is that? And I kind of did mine and then just like left it alone because it was kind of like doing other stuff. Obviously, I was at uni, so I was focusing on my degree. And then when I finished uni, I kind of, and I think it's like this for a lot of other people, I think your whole life is geared up to like 
doing your A-levels, going to uni, and then it's all going to be fine and you'll walk into a job that pays you 50 grand a year and then it's all yeah. going to be fine. And then two years later, you'll buy a house and you have five kids and then, <laughs> and then you'll retire and it's all okay. And obviously that didn't happen for me. Yeah. I graduated and I was like, what now? So it's kind of in and out of loads of different jobs. Like I've literally probably had more jobs than everybody listening to this podcast put together. Mm-hmm. Um, not more jobs than me, guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's a fire placement thing. Like we just can't stay in one place in more than like six months. Like can't do something else now. Um, so yeah, so that was very challenging for me because I had a lot of expectation on what my life would look like after I graduated uni. Mm-hmm. And it didn't happen like that. So before lockdown, so in the three years kind of between leaving uni and lockdown, my setup was that I did contracted and temporary like office corporate jobs and then did DJing on the side. So that is another thing that I do aside from my small business. And that was fine. And then obviously lockdown came and obviously anybody who had a contracted job, they were like, see ya. Mm. And obviously there was no DJing because there was no clubs. So then I literally had everything that I'd kind of become familiar with ripped from me, which obviously triggered a bit of a meltdown. Um, and that's when I started to get into astrology more because I had a lot of time on my hands. <laughs> mm. So actually, even though I was aware of different, you know, astrology stuff, like I think most people have heard of Mercury retrograde before lockdown. Like I remember the last job that I had before lockdown, I was really getting into it a lot then. But obviously it was kind of just here and there because I still didn't really have the time to fully commit to studying it. And then obviously lockdown came and it really helped me through that very challenging time of, I guess, having everything that you're comfortable with gone Mm -hmm. because that's basically what happened. And even though I wouldn't say I was happy, happy, happy in my setup before lockdown, it was familiar and it was comfortable. And I really do think that astrology became a crutch, I guess, in which I was able to navigate the uncertainty of that time frame that we've all gone through yeah that's so interesting it sounds like one of the things that you said was that you weren't really happy in what you were doing before but it created that certainty and I feel like sometimes as humans even if we're not happy or fulfilled or joyous in what we're doing as long as we have certainty our brain will be like well at least I can rely on this job it doesn't make me happy or it doesn't give me fulfillment but it creates that certainty and I feel like we're so similar in that way because I use manifestation to remove certainty from these external things, from my Instagram followers, the amount of money I have, and I put it like into myself and into the universe. And it sounds like you do the same with astrology. Like you didn't have the certainty of that job. So you were like, what else can I lean on to really get me through this time? Could you speak about how, basically how you did that and how astrology allowed you to build that like relationship with yourself in order to make it through? So I think, so the trajectory of it really, it started when lockdown hit last year and I was put into like a WhatsApp group by my mum, which is hilarious because she, my nan can't remember what time she's born, but she's a Capricorn sun and a Sagittarius moon. Okay. I don't know how to describe her in a really, in like a way that describes it, but it's pleasant. She's very by the book. It's pleasant. <laughs> so she, when, obviously she's Capricorn and when I'm like, oh, and she's like, oh, mountain goat. Yes, I am like a mountain goat. Hard work at mountain goat. Mm-hmm. So it was very unusual that out of everybody in my life, she would be the person to add me into this meditation group. But myself and my girlfriend, we 
obviously did it together and that was really like the catalyst for everything so even though it wasn't astrology based it was a 21 day manifestation meditation challenge god that's a mouthful Mm -hmm. that's really what cemented the kind of manifesting for me so I don't knew about manifesting law of attraction things like that beforehand but that's what kind of was like right let's just roll with this it feels right we've got more time and that's kind of then led into the astrological side of things because actually when I first started manifesting I kind of just did it randomly but astrology because I kind of come at manifestation from an astrological point of view so I do it with the moon and that's mm. something that I learned kind of from that so it's guess it's like um almost like a domino effect isn't it so I started with that and then I was like oh and then astrology and then I do this and then I do that and do the other and I bought a uh, Parker's astrology book which is like I'm going to call it a gateway drug for anybody who wants to get into astrology. I love that definition. Like, you never go back. Literally. And it's like How a massive... Yeah, literally. It's like a massive encyclopedia. It looks like an encyclopedia. And it's very kind of, like, descriptive and very kind of... It's not very theory-based in the sense of... It's just quite... I hate using the word factual because, obviously, I appreciate that astrology is, obviously, a bit woo-woo and... It's not a science, it's, you know, but it's factual in the sense of it says like, this is what this means, this is what that means. Whereas obviously other books can kind of have more opinion sides in it. So yes, I definitely recommend that book for anybody who's like wanting to understand more the kind of, I'm going to use the word science, but obviously I'm using it in more of a, you know, the science behind astrology way rather than it being a science, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. It's so interesting because... I feel like it largely is a science. I went to an exhibition. What was it called? It was called Epic Iran or Iran. Epic Iran. And they were talking about like astrologers in like Jesus times and how it's such an art that's been passed down. It made me have such reverence for yes like we see we can like google horoscopes and stuff and like be, that'd be really fun and like really cheesy but actually there's all this like magic that has just been passed down from generation from generation to make it what it is today yeah exactly and you know I totally I'm very very conscious of it being something that obviously is very contended in the world like obviously it's not a widespread thing that people believe but for me from like a holistic point of view has really changed my life and I guess obviously religion has been a massive thing in this world for bloody thousands and thousands and thousands of years so actually I think astrology for me even though it's not a religion in the sense of you know there's no kind of like doctrine with it it is something that I like to use as a framework for how I live my life. It's so interesting that we're doing this because the other day on my Instagram stories, I announced I was going to be releasing a journal and one, my very first product, which I'm so excited about. And one of the questions in there is, imagine you're on Oprah or Jimmy Fallon or like some amazing talk show. And you're talking about the journey of your life and your business and how you got to be here, which is why I feel like the next few questions I have for you are going to be really fun. It's like, this is your talk show. Like, oh, yeah. Oprah moment. My Leo moon is like, woohoo! Yeah, literally. <laughs> so you're really into astrology, lockdowns happened, you're not doing the jobs that you were before, you're not DJing. What was the moment where you were like, wow, I'm really interested in this, I'm really passionate about this, it's changed my life. What was the moment when you were like, okay, I want to take what I've learned and share it with people through a business? So I came up with the idea for We Are Abundant AF actually like well over a year ago and I I'm going to say claimed I claimed the handle on Instagram and just started posting like different quotes on there Mm -hmm. um just as kind of 
I guess more for myself than anything else that were kind of not really astrology based but more manifestation based actually but then I was thinking like what what is it about astrology and this journey that I've been on that's kind of helped me and one thing that came to mind was candles so I really am crap at taking care of myself in the sense of it's taken a lot of work to put boundaries and methods in place to kind of help me navigate life because I'm very go 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 but I'm also a very emotional person so I think that being go 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 and emotional is a bit of a recipe for disaster (laughs) so it's like even though it has its strengths I'm definitely somebody who needs a framework in place like I've just announced today actually on Instagram that I'm going to have six days off social media purely because I can almost like preempt now when I'm like getting into a bit of a sticky place so instead of letting myself get into that sticky place and be like oh shit I'm in this sticky place again what do I do to get out I'm like I'm not trying to kind of block those feelings but I'm just like right let's hold space to these feelings anyway so that's when I was thinking what about this journey and what tools that I use from this kind of manifestation astrology perspective could help other people and then literally at 3am one night I had this idea for this product and I'm really annoyed because I'm really so close to sharing it with people but I'm not quite ready yet (laughs) so I've had this idea for the right you know what actually sod it I'm gonna say what it is wait hold on are you absolutely sure I'm absolutely sure I'm gonna say what it is yeah oh god Kyra Matthews exclusive everybody hold on to your chairs stop the car <laughs> oh my god I feel like I feel like Louise is like gonna be looking at me like she's lost some people <laughs> no I'm gonna say it because I feel like I've been sit- sitting on it for literally what month is it now September for like 10 months mm. so I mean, for the, I know obviously people can't see us, but Kyra can see me right now. So It's gorgeous. Can you describe it for people who aren't with us in the room? Okay, so I had this idea at 3am one morning in the depths of winter last year. And it was for an astrology themed candle. Now, I know obviously there's lots of different brands who do, you know, oh, like Kyra's an Aries, so you could buy an Aries candle with a crystal in it very very gorgeous products but I didn't want it to be another brand that was doing something that somebody else was doing and I had this idea for a decorative candle with the zodiac glyphs on them so if anybody doesn't know a glyph is basically the symbol um and everybody each zodiac sign has a symbol so this candle that I'm holding up to Kyra now is a cube I think we can, we can describe that as a cube can't we yeah with I hate this word, with the astrological glyph of Aries. No, this is not Aries, it's Gemini. Yeah, I was going to say, I know my own sign. I've got Aries on the brain. (laughs) (laughs) This woman's got no idea what she's on about. It's definitely Gemini uh, protruding out of the cube, I think. Mm. I don't know if that's that's probably a really, really crap definition slash description. So So, look, physically it is a cube, but like I, what I, there you are, there's Aries. I've actually burnt this one. Obviously this is one of my test ones. Okay. Um, So that's why it looks like it's been smashed about. But yeah. I love that. What one of the things about your candles is that, you know, you've spent so many so much time thinking about the whole experience of when that customer gets that candle, like the smells that you've used like for that particular sign. Mm-hmm. Like you've got little cards written up for that particular sign and how you know how they work best. And there's so much thought gone into each astrological element, which I love so much and it makes your 
products so special. So you had this idea to launch this candle. And what was the process getting it from idea to like, no, now I'm really doing this. And you're laughing because I saw the process. (laughs) You know, I feel like I said this to somebody. I I think it was another small business owner on Instagram the other week. And I was like, and we were kind of talking about like our next products and you know the work that goes into it and I said to this woman I was like literally I it's a hundred percent like a safety barrier that we don't even realize like the universe puts it in place because I feel like we wouldn't do anything if we could like have like a you know a bird's eye view of the road ahead Mm. because I can tell you now that I there's no way (laughs) if I knew the stress the pressure the amount of work that's gone into getting these candles out of my head and actually into my hand, I wouldn't have done it. I genuinely wouldn't have done it because it's that like naivety, isn't it? Like I was so naive to, well, I wasn't, I wasn't actually, because I, spoiler alert, one of my many things that I did in the, those three years between graduating and uni is I run an eyelash business for about five minutes, mm. which didn't work, obviously. I'm not even a makeup artist. I was just <laughs> trying to look at something. So I feel like these candles are literally like the most stressful and the most amazing things ever happened to me (laughs) and the the process has been so obviously I had the idea I started researching manufacturers who could make me a mold so these are custom made molds that I've obviously invested in and then I make the product using the molds but that like literally I feel like if you had a pound for every time we had a call and I was like oh yeah the molds are coming this week and you were like okay and then the next week you're like the molds come no (laughs) and they're coming on Friday though no (laughs) literally we did that for about six months didn't we and then they finally arrived in the last like three weeks so to say I ordered the prototype in December last year Mm. and these molds came at the very end of August so basically it's a child I conceived a child in December and I've just given yeah. birth to a Virgo. <laughs> I love that so much. That's so fun. And it's so interesting because, like you said, like the eyelash business, you had that before. Mm-hmm. Like there were all these delays and challenges with the manufacturing, all these sort of hiccups that happened. And I know you say that, you know, if you had known, you probably wouldn't have embarked. I don't, from what I've seen of you, I don't believe that to be true. I think that you would have gone about it and you, you're you so determined that you would have figured out another way. But yeah. I think this does bring up an interesting point because when we're at the starting line, our brain is like, oh, I'm just going to make this this product, sell it, and I'm going to get 100 orders like straight away. Like We mm-hmm. forget that business isn't built in a vacuum. It's built with like one of my phrases that you've heard me say so often is life happens like life happened to you today like you can't get around that what would you say was your biggest challenge in getting to this point where you are right now I mean how long have you got (laughs) um so what's the biggest challenge you know what the biggest challenge is I would actually say is fighting old belief patterns because my favorite you said like your like life happens and some days I feel like I can handle whatever life throws at me and other days it's like oh shit like this is not this is not going well and actually I think that the biggest thing has been that thing of like almost knowing 
I think I've definitely said this to you before, actually, about knowing, I hate using the, the word right, but knowing what the right thing to do in this situation is. I don't know, for example, you know that if you light a candle and journal for half an hour, even if it doesn't put you in the best mood ever, it's definitely going to make you feel better. But I'm definitely the type of person that when I'm like in a bit of a, having a bit of a bad spell or in a bad place, I like fight against that, even though I know that that's going to really help. So that's obviously just one example. But I think the biggest challenge has been growing obviously doing this business being my own boss and being the only person kind of doing this thing but also dealing with shelling a skin of somebody who doesn't exist anymore and that has been a really big challenge because so I'm a cancer son um so that's at the core of my personality and cancer is very loyal we love to be at home (laughs) we love like you know we're very emotional we love that kind of hard exterior soft inside and then I'm a Sagittarius rising and a Leo moon so they're very fiery obviously both fire signs are very fiery qualities Sagittarius is very like you know we're very free-willed like we're going to be our own bosses we'll do this and I feel like those type parts of my personality fight against each other quite a lot so that's definitely manifested in my business being very fiery just getting shit done let's do it and then my cancer needing nurturing into this new person that I'm becoming and actually that's taken a lot of work on a personal level and obviously doing work on a personal level is brilliant like last year because I had a lot of I had a lot more free time because I was obviously figuring out things I was obviously my contractor job had finished I wasn't DJing I had more time on my hands so that was a very kind of holistic woo-woo experience between me astrology and spirituality but this year obviously because I was getting my business in motion it's been a very different story because my cancer son's like, can we not just uh, sit in a crystal circle with a sound ball and do journaling for eight hours today? <laughs> and my Sagittarius wife's like, no, bitch, we've got to wear somebody <laughs> and get this business off the ground. So it's been navigating the two has been the biggest thing. And obviously that's quite broad, but I definitely would say it is because it manifests differently each day as well. Mm. in like the things that come up so yeah no I think it's really beautiful how you sum sum that up like shedding that skin of who you used to be and stepping into who you're wanting to be now like so I realize we haven't said this but we've been working together for the last six months in coaching coaching your brain to be this new person and when I think back to the version of you, even before we started the version of you who emailed me and was like, hey, I don't fit any of your criteria, but can you coach me? Like, <laughs> I want to do this program. What do you think? Yeah, like, I'm going to pressure you into doing this. Yeah, like, what are you saying? And <laughs> the version of you in that first session where you were so hesitant, you were unsure, are people going to accept me to the version of you now who's like, well, I'm going to be emailing this influencer and doing this and I'm going to promote this. And you like just knock all of your reels out the park. What would you say is like the, how has the coaching allowed you to step into yourself now? Because you look so, especially when you're on Instagram, you look so full. I'm going to say full of yourself, but not like full of yourself, how we traditionally use it. (laughs) You look so like, you look so yourself. Like you're very, you know, you're there. (laughs) You know, I think it's actually a really interesting thing for me because I am, quite a confident person when I kind of do something I'm fine that it's not I'm not dead (laughs) you know it's not killed me off and then I'm like oh great that's fine we can do that 
but the process of getting me to that point of just doing it is actually ridiculous mm. <laughs> and I think that obviously this is like coaching and working with you has changed my life because actually I need I need always need a bit of hand holding and then the minute like I've done it I'm like right can do it now bye yeah but then it's like that process of being like I literally need it because I remember us chatting about Instagram lives and you're like you just need to do it and I was like I just can't do it <laughs> I can't do it and I feel like the first one I literally did it for about 15 minutes and I was absolutely bricking it and then now I'm just like yeah Instagram lives fine I can do that but then it's funny because I feel like even though I've told my brain that, in, you know, I can do an Instagram live and it's fine. I still have the same thing with reels. Mm. <laughs> I was like, I can't put my face in a reel. Even, do you know what I mean? Even though I overcome one thing, it's still the next thing. And then it'll be the next thing. And then it'll be the next thing. And I think that's just maybe intrinsically how I work. That I'm just, there's always like an instant self-sabotaging thing that I need to work through. And obviously working with you helps me overcome that every time they come up, I guess. Mm. it's so interesting because I feel like that's not just unique to you as well like I feel like every I think this is what me and Alice Ben and we did a podcast together and we chatted about this how like every part in business there's new layers to it and yes as you go up the layers you do learn skills to help the next layer be easier but you mm -hmm. still kind of like you learn how to do reels and instagram and then you learn go move on to something else it might be email marketing but you totally start at the bottom again and you have to overcome like the self-doubt and the fear and i feel like it doesn't make things get easier but what happens is you start to say okay brain I see you freaking out but it's fine this is temporary you start to be able to like dissociate from your negative thoughts and be like you know my brain's just freaking out it's just having a moment it's fine I'm gonna get back on the horse you know it's so true but I feel like I've started to do this thing where that actually has leaked into like when good things happen so I know that obviously everybody's always talking about celebrating the wins before I'd started my business I was kind of like god why would you not celebrate that like getting to a thousand followers is that like getting to ten thousand followers whatever it is you would be celebrating it but when you're in it you actually have to tell yourself this is good celebrate it because and I'm sure a lot of other people like this but I'm like always onto the next thing so yesterday I obviously this is DJ related and I won't waffle on about it for ages but I played at part life mm -hmm. and this is a manifestation that I wrote down at the start of lockdown last year that I would play at park life and I would also play at homo electric which is like um, a night in Manchester and two of those things happened in the last two weeks so obviously I've manifested them I know all of my friends are like oh my god this is amazing this is the best thing ever and I'm like yeah it's good isn't it yeah yeah and everyone tells me, oh my God, how was it? And I was like, yeah, good. And they're all looking at me like, why should I not more bothered about it? But it's because <laughs> my brain is like, well, tick that off the list now, on to the next thing. And actually, I do need to sit down and be like, wow, my business has got over a thousand followers on, on Instagram and I haven't even launched, I'm going to call it my hero product, obviously the cube candles. I haven't launched those yet. And people are still interested in my brand without the product that before I started my business, I thought I couldn't have a business without if that makes sense. Mm. And I think it's almost in a way, it's almost is another strand of self-sabotaging because you feel like you're still not there because I guess I've still got a bit of a destination mindset when I'm like, oh, when I've got 10,000 followers, when I've done this, when I've done that, when I've done either, when I played at a bigger stage on part life, when I've done this, and da, da, da. 
then it'll be better. And actually, no, I need to be like, this is good. So just have five minutes to celebrate it, you know? Yeah, no, totally. I totally get that. It's kind of like, even as you create these wins and hit these goals, there's still parts of yourself that you're going to want to work on and improve. But what I love about what you're sharing right now is that you're like, yeah, I've got stuff that I want to improve about myself. But you're not letting any of that stop how you're showing up for your business. Like I see so many people, like not even just like the creators that I work with, but like my flatmates, my friends, my family members who are like, oh, I'm not very good at, you know, waking up in the morning at 6am to work out. So instead of just like working out anyway, and just saying, oh, like, I'm not a morning person and just like doing the workout, they'll be like, oh, well, I can't wake up at 6am. So they don't even get started. And I feel like what you're showing here is like that really authentic part of business where you're like, yeah, like, I'm not great at celebrating myself. But I'm still kind of killing it. Like, it, it's like <laughs> you're, you're not allowing yourself to have those excuses to hold you back. And I think that's so magical. I know. And, and that is definitely part of me because actually I feel like we've spoke about this on our call last week, but I've got, and I'm going to try and explain this as I say it, but I have got the sun. So the sun is currently in Virgo and it's transiting my eighth house. And that is the house of death, rebirth, sex and transformation. Mm. So they're the broad themes. And I really, really do feel like I'm going through like a bit of a death and a rebirth. And my tarot card for the month so this, so last year on new year's eve i did like a tarot scope for the year and my card this month is the death card which is the card of the eighth house as well that's tarot and i am definitely living that at the minute and i i think i'm pretty sure i said this to you on wednesday actually but i am so incredibly proud of myself at the minute because if this had happened 12 months ago there's no way that i would have been able to kind of maintain all of the commitments that i have and also work through the themes and the stuff that this transit is dragging up for me. And again, I think that's a massive indicator of how kind of spirituality manifestation and astrology has helped me grow as a person. So yeah. <laughs> so that's it. Yeah, like I feel like you just didn't flow and then you stopped. I felt like I've been dropped off a cliff. <laughs> I know, I did yeah, I did lose my train of thought then actually. But yeah, no, so I think it's just that thing, isn't it, of recognizing the growth in yourself. Mm. And sometimes not having that tunnel vision on when I get to this point, things will be better. When I get to this point, I'll be happier when I get to this point. Because actually, you're kind of missing the good stuff along the way by being like that. Yeah. Let's have a moment and like celebrate those wins. What have you manifested so far in your business? Well, I guess I've manifested a thousand followers. And I'm always a bit icky about saying that because, not because I'm not proud of it, but obviously I think it's important in... 2021 that we're not equating worth with how many followers you have but it's still a massive thing and the other big thing that I kind of I feel like subconsciously manifested is obviously just from the scent cover and mm-hmm. kind of really like bigging up we are abundant af which is really surreal because I never well you know this because actually everything about my business and start was all about the cube candles and it's like I can't launch till I've got the cube candles it needs to be this it needs to be that it needs to be the other and I had a very kind of perfect view of you know how my business would be and how it would flourish and obviously none yeah. of that's happened <laughs> because it wasn't meant to be like that I just want to pause for people listening so they get the timeline is that the cube candles have been in development for several months and haven't been ready until like now but yeah, they're still technically not ready <laughs> yeah still in progress now but she had the 2025 a year ago but she still decided to launch her business with a different product even though her heart was set on this one and that's why she's saying that 
you know, the two different products, the wax melts, she didn't want to launch with at first, but then she decided, you know what, I'm going to learn how to launch and I'm going to do it with the wax melts, just so everyone at home is following along. No, no worries. Literally, that is, I feel like I speak in riddles sometimes. Like I just assume everyone knows what I'm on about, but I'm really, (laughs) that's something I need to work on actually, because I just start talking about things and I'm like, you know, we need to pretend that people don't understand because, uh, (laughs) anyway, um, what was I saying? I can't remember what I was saying. <laughs> so you were saying that scent, Jess from the scent cavern bigged That's up your it. business and you couldn't believe that had happened with the wax melts when you had put like so much, I guess, expectation on the cube candles. But yeah, I, I was about to say what you've learned, but I want to hear your um, interpretation of that experience first. So yes, yeah, so for anybody who doesn't know, the scent coven's another small business, um, but she's been going for just over a year and has had kind of massive massive success and was kind of one of those brands that I was like oh if I could get to that level I would be buzzing my tits off and you know when you're like quietly admiring a brand and obviously I bought products from Jess before and really admire the quality of it and the packaging and all the rest of it and she was definitely well she still is a massive inspiration for me so she was doing a giveaway for a wax melter so I was like, when she was doing it, I was like messaging my friends like, tag me in this post, tag me in this post. And I knew, I just knew that that wax melter was mine. So that's like just another thing that manifests from a business. And I was on holiday at the time and I got the notification that I'd won it. And I was like, oh, buzzing. So obviously that put We Are Abundant AF like into her scope. And then we'd like had a little tiny little chat obviously about Max Melter and stuff. And that was that. And then one morning I woke up and I had an order on the website and it was from Jess. And I was like, what the hell? And I think that actually just knowing and having that belief in the fact that that wax melter was mine was like that giving myself that validation that that connection was right for me and that I was welcoming in that kind of support and love and guidance from Jess and it's so crazy because I know for a fact and I could always almost kick myself but I guess this goes back to what you said about life happens and you know life is 50 50 in the sense of it's good 50% of the time and shit 50% of the other time. Um, Because when I manifest the best, I just know, like with those gigs that I manifested, I just wrote it down, I knew it, and I just kind of almost forgot about it. Yes. And I don't, it's about obviously letting go of the how and the why, isn't it? And the things that I dwell on, the things that I'm like, oh, it needs to be like this, it needs to be like that, I I need to start my business with the cube candles. It becomes a massive emotional thing when actually just kind of, setting the belief having that faith in self knowing and stepping back has been the best thing for me but obviously on the flip side the stuff or the manifestations that I want that don't work out like that it is obviously because there's stuff coming up for me that I need to deal with before I can welcome in welcome in that abundance yeah I feel like almost that was the lesson that you learned with the wax melts because For those of you who have never experienced coaching with me before, I feel like this is how I see the world. There's things that are physical that exist in the world, like your wax melts, your Instagram audience, like your product, whatever it is, your website. But then there are also like this spiritual energy, all these lessons that are around the physical. Like I don't actually think the physical is nearly as important as we think it is. It's all about the lessons of you becoming the person you need to create the physical. And 
your wax melts are such a good illustration of that because it's like you had to become the version of you because when we first started you were kind of like wanting to hide behind your product that was something that we spoke about a lot like you were putting the product out there first and hoping people said yes to the product instead of putting your yourself and your personality out there first and getting people to say yes to you so that they can say yes to the product and I feel like the wax melts was like you know the universe's way of being like, you've got to learn some lessons with this product in order to call in and become the kind of person who can create the physical reality that you really want. We've just gone so woo-woo in this episode. I yeah, love sorry. it. Yeah, it's all about the woo-woo. Gateway <laughs> drug, open pot. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, like, you're literally so right, because actually I think... That's the thing, I think, with the wax melts, I was actually really, really resistant to them because I had a preconceived notion like, oh, everybody does wax melts, like nobody's going to want to buy my, my wax melts because who wants more wax melts in their life? And actually the lessons and the stuff it's taught me about my community and my customer base and what people want, what people don't like has been invaluable. And actually now that I'm doing the launch of the cubes or working towards announcing the launch and, you know, obviously towards that date in the future, it's massive because this process is totally different to last time because I've got that knowledge from launching the wax melts. And I think that hindsight's a brilliant thing, isn't it? Because there was so much stress and like emotion that went into that wax melt stuff. And I was resistant to it. Like you were just like, just bloody launch them. And I was like, mm. <laughs> no I remember you being like I'm gonna tell you my decision at the end of the weekend I won't. and you messaged me and was like you know what I'm not launching them and I was like okay. <laughs> you're like god girl just give it a break but then obviously we did launch I say we because I feel like it was a big process me and Cara then launched <laughs> did it together me, me Lizzie and Lou <laughs> that's it Behind me is like a team of people who stroke and massage my ego. <laughs> but obviously, I feel like it was that thing of just getting to that point and just being like, right, just do it because you're just creating absolute pandemonium now about these bloody things that go in a wax melter and people burning and give off a scent. Like, it's yeah. not like... And in like I look back and think, God, I had to go through that. And I'm glad that I did. But then you kind of laugh at yourself in a way, don't you? Because you think, Jesus, that was so dramatic. Yeah, like, it's true. I, you're like, how could I have kicked up such a fuss about that? Like, that's so small to me now, but it felt huge at the time. I'm wondering for anyone who's listening, who is thinking, gosh, like, you know, my schedule isn't perfect as I would like it to be, or my website isn't as perfect or as I'd like it to be, or like their product isn't as perfect as they would like it to be. What would you say to someone who's almost like where you were six months ago? What would be your biggest piece of advice or biggest piece of lesson a biggest piece of a lesson to that person who's like, well, life isn't perfect. What should they do to get moving and to move their goals and their dreams forward? Okay, I'm going to sound like Nike now. You just need to do it. And when I say that, it doesn't need to be a massive like, oh, you know, I need to have spent £15 million on my, you know, getting my launch ready. Just pick one thing a day that you do. That's been the biggest thing for me because especially when I'm feeling 
like crap I'm having a bad week doing one thing sometimes leads to me doing more things and other times it doesn't but just doing that one thing means that you're gonna be one day closer than you were yesterday mm-hmm. and I think there's a big and I definitely had this that you know having your own business like you need to have premises you need to have spent ten thousand pound on a website you need to do this you need to do that and it needs to look perfect and then you know I'm going to go and buy a Chanel suit and turn up <laughs> looking like Anna Winter. yeah literally <laughs> like there I am like you know like I've got a 40-year career behind me and I'm only 25 <laughs> but I've done it that was like my preconceived thing of what it looked like to have a business and Kyra will tell you I literally I think in six months, I've maybe turned up to two calls wearing makeup. <laughs> and I've got no makeup on now. I actually texted Kai before. I was like, do I need to wear makeup for this call? Or okay, I'm cool. Go no. Fantastic. Let's go. <laughs> because actually, putting makeup on is precious time out of my day. Mm. No, um, but it's just about picking those things. And you know what? I'm going to be honest. Some weeks, I plan my content in advance for two weeks. And other times, I don't. And I need to get better at that. And I know that obviously this is stuff that we talk about, about my time management, but actually it's also about when you maybe plan to do something and it doesn't go the way you thought it would do because of life, that you're kind to yourself. Because actually, if you're like me, when you plan to do something, I don't know today, like, well, obviously I plan to do the podcast. Let's say that my computer blew up and I couldn't do it. I'd have to just accept that it wasn't meant to be today. But actually the way that I am as a person, I would have been stressing about it. And actually there's no real need for that you've just got to pivot mm. in the words in the words of Ross Geller pivot. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's like my buzzword of the year that yeah uh, I love it I also love that every time I hear the word pivot I'm like I hear Ross going pivot <laughs> in my head like a little soundtrack I would also love to know because you made a decision to invest in yourself you had this like ballsy you know I'm gonna make this happen Kyra you're gonna be the one to do it with me like even if like like whatever it is what would you say to someone who is saying to themselves like I do want the support of a coach I do want the support of someone to like guide me and help me with the things that you're saying but they're hesitant to invest in themselves. They're not sure if it's worth it or it will work for them. What would you say to that person listening? I think one of the biggest things that I had about getting a coach, and I think a lot of people do, is that they feel like it's like a luxurious expense. Mm. And actually, for someone who loves like, I love ice cream and like sweet treats. And I feel like actually when I look at my bank balance and think how much money I've spent on waffles in a month, I think I can afford a coach. <laughs> Doesn't need to stop eating waffles. No, seriously though, I think it's something that I guess because we're all conditioned, aren't we, to be like, oh you you should just have all of the tools to deal with your life on your own. You know, make do and mend, crack on, don't get upset, figure it out, don't tell anyone how you're feeling. And that's not the world that I believe our generation is trying to create. And having a coach and investing in a coach, i.e. Kyra, because she's the fucking best, um, <laughs> will literally change your life. And I get the tiptoeing around it and like having a look and thinking, oh, do, is this something I want to I wanna go on? But actually, I feel like if you're making the excuse of, oh, I can't afford it or, oh, I haven't got time for it or, oh, well, I've still got a full time job and my business is just an idea at the moment, then you're standing in your own way. Mm. Because actually... You know, you could sign up for three months, absolutely hate three months and don't have to do it again. But at least you've scratched that itch. 
but I can guarantee that you'll sign up and you'll never leave. Like I was like, they're like, I said this to you a few weeks. I was like, I'm doing this for the rest of my life. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like 85 and I'd be like, sat at a care room, like, Kara, log in into Literally, like, today what happened is. <laughs> but no, it's seriously like, it is something that I now see as like a necessary expense mm. every month. Mm. And that's the other thing. I feel like when people look at coaching packages and they're like, oh, it's £2,000. They're like, oh, I haven't got £2,000 at the bank. No, contact the coach. They will come to some kind of arrangement with you. Like it, that was something at first as well. That I was like, oh, God, where, you know, where am I going to get a lump sum from? But actually, no, because obviously I pay for care monthly. It's fine. It's all part of my bill package. It's great. And like, I feel like I can say this, but I literally love you so much, Kyra. You've literally changed my life. Oh, and, my, <laughs> and my girlfriend is always like, like I think on like Wednesday, especially Wednesday's call. So Wednesday's call, I'm just going to go a bit woo-woo here. I cried my eyes out for about 30 minutes on my mine and Kyra's call. And beforehand, I think my girlfriend was looking at thinking, oh God, she's having a right day. And then she was like, just go speak to Kyra, I'll see you in an hour. <laughs> like pushing me, like, go, see you later. Get out the so house now. Yeah. <laughs> please give me 30 minutes, please. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I think it really, like, just do it is all I can say. Invest in yourself by investing in Kyra. Just Those <laughs> are some powerful ass words. Thank you for your kind words about me. And thank you for signing up and investing because it's honestly been my pleasure to coach you and to support you and to, first of all, to get, I got to like exclusive access to see the cube candles before everyone else. And I feel very special about that. I've already got my eyes on mine and that of my future male partner, <laughs> wherever you may be. <laughs> I don't want to say these are magic candles, but you know, if you want to manifest a Gemini, then. <laughs> yes, so into it. Lizzie, I also want to thank you for coming on the show today. You've shared so much. For everyone listening, if your interest is piqued about astrology or anything that Lizzie has shared, please go onto her page. She does Instagram lives all about the topic. She knows so much and definitely send her a message to say that you loved what she was putting down on today's episode. I would so appreciate that. And I'm sure she will do as well. So Lizzie, I know you're a listener of this podcast. I've got one more question for you. (laughs) I feel like this is like a really hard question because I feel like I think about it all the time and I don't actually, I'm going to have to like wing the answer, but go on, ask me. (laughs) You're like, okay, I've been waiting, preparing for this moment. So I asked all my guests this, tomorrow the slate is wiped clean. Mm -hmm. You have to rebuild again, but... In order to rebuild, you're only allowed to take three tools with you. They can be spiritual tools, mindset tools. They can be like physical tools, like a can of Coke, a dog, a spade, or lessons that you've learned. What three tools are you taking to rebuild and why? So I'm definitely taking my journal. I would take, it's a mashup between oracle cards and tarot cards. Mm. I think I would take, my moonology oracle cards because they are obviously astrology themed i hate that word themed but i don't know another word for it oh what would my third one be can i take you (laughs) i feel like genuinely or maybe not like maybe physically you don't have to be there because obviously don't want to like you know bring you onto my 
Desert yeah, Island where I'm building civilization again, but maybe like you know iPads so I can zoom you. Yeah, I genuinely think that would be the answer because I feel like like you're like the missing puzzle piece, like journaling Oracle Kyra. <laughs> no oh, one has ever said me, and now I'm like, how comes no one's ever said me before? How dare they? Obviously, me. I'm the right answer. <laughs> I feel like that's honestly the truest answer. People will be like, oh, look at her blow smoke up Kyra's ass, but I'm not. It's genuinely true. Like, I feel like I wouldn't be where I am today without you. And also, like, I feel like you're, like, that constant as well. Because when you work for yourself, sorry, I won't go off tangent, but when you work for yourself and you're just one person, it's you don't get that interaction with other people. Like, you spend a lot of time in your head. So I think having the constant of see like speaking to you every Wednesday is like right this is what I've got to do before next Wednesday to speak to you, you know what I mean so I feel like so it's like a buddy system it's a support system yes yes and sometimes you just have to like love yourself enough to give yourself that support system and to give yourself that support like I can coach myself I still have my own coach because I'm like no like why would I choose to do it alone that is just miserable yeah. like I want all the support and I definitely feel like all of my clients get like my coaching in them like it gets passed on through so 100%. Lizzie I want to thank you again for your time thank you for coming and sharing your magic yeah. how can people get in touch and also can you tell us about the dates for your launch as well so we can put in our calendar oh okay this feels very real now. And I feel like after the wax melt debacle, I'm getting a bit of like, you know, getting deja vu. So oh. 29th of October at 10 a.m., you will be able to purchase the Zodiac Cube candles. They'll be available in two colours, pink and lilac. That's not to say they'll never be available in other colours, but pink and lilac are the brand colours of We Are Abundant, for any of you who don't know. So you're definitely going to want to do it. And you can find me at We Are Abundant AF on Instagram. Pam. I am on TikTok and Facebook, but you know, just got to conquer one thing first before I move on to the next. <laughs> yes, one thing at a time. It is definitely the motto here. Thank you everyone yeah. for listening. Please, if you've loved this podcast episode, I know so many of you come back and listen every week. Today is the day you leave me a review because not enough of you are doing it. Okay, thank you. Uh, Love you so much. You know, I need to do that as well. Yeah, you need to do it. You figure I it do. out, people. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of love. Bye-bye. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you're going to want to get in touch to Coach With Me one-on-one. We take all of these concepts and materials, apply them to your brain and your business so we can get you to your next level. Join me by going to www.kyramatthews.com forward slash next level. That's www.kyramatthews.com forward slash next level to get your space to coach with me one-on-one. I can't wait to see you there.